This is Nini Mats, the kingdom, the kingdom child, child, with the message of the kingdom of heaven. Guys, as I've been saying, um, talking about these temptations, guys, there are many things that uh, appear good in our eyes. You know, as I've said, guys, the word of God is harsh, is hard to pay. You understand? Because it criticizes me. So most of the time we change it because we don't want to be criticized. Allow the word of God to, t- to criticize you. Because he is perfect. Jesus is perfect. The guy, guys, came here on earth and he was tempted in every way that we are, yet never sinned. That's why he is a good high priest. I love that guy because he's not subject to temptations anymore. More, he's sitting right at the uh, right hand of daddy there. So he's not uh, subject to any temptation. So when he tells me, don't do this, he's perfect. He's the only one who's able to tell me. So his word is written. You understand? Now, you. you you look at uh, sex. I love to speak about sex because it's, it's actually a topic that interests young people a lot. Even old people as well, you know. You know, guys, TV. Oh, guys, I hate TV. Guys, I watch it, but I hate it because this TV has ruined people a lot. We claim to be learning from TV, yet you know, the things it does. You know, these 12-year-olds are running after uh, relationships because TV shows it as if it's something that is good. Their brains have not developed, but because their flesh has changed, you know, and they seek sex, they want sex, they starting, we will start at that age looking at a, a young man or a, a young lady, you know, from those eyes. Yet the brain is still underdeveloped and TV is making it looking so beautiful. You know, a 12-year-old is running after a woman. A 12-year-old is running after, you know, um, guys and everything. And I'm, and I see it and I'm like, damn, you started so early to destroy yourself. You know, you're destroying yourself so early. You go to your grandpas and ask them if relationships are, are, are easy. There's nothing, guys, as difficult as a relationship because you need to learn this other person and bear with their weaknesses. You understand? And at 12, you're still so young, you should be playing toys there. You're busy playing with uh, fire, playing with sex, something that you shouldn't be playing with because your brain, guys, guys, relationships are hard for people whose minds have developed. Go and ask your grandpa, not your mother. Your mother is still trying to develop their, their brain. Go, go and ask your grandpa how difficult it is. You know, so I love the topic of sex a lot because that topic, it, it, it actually interests, in fact, everyone. You know, I usually watch these uh, wild lives, you know, because you see it and you're like, well, I'm going to be watching la- uh, wild and animals, national geography, because... You know, it's safe for kids. It's safe for everyone. And then you open it and you find them showing animals having sex. It's animals having sex. I've even stopped watching uh, this now because nothing is safe anymore. Everyone on earth is running for something that has sex in it. You put horror movies so that you will be scared with your kids, with your nephews, with your friends, with your parents. Sex there inside, you know, the movie. So uh, this sex interests everyone. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that, uh, you know, our 
I was talking about the fact that, you know, in churches, you find people uh, being in relationships. They go to church, they are in relationships because they think, oh, I'm 20 something. Oh, I'm 30 something. It's okay for me to have sex. God will understand because of my body. Guys, I did say that our flesh, when Adam died spiritually, the flesh was affected as well. So the nature of the flesh, no one can understand the good nature because we have the evil nature. It's nature, all right, but it's the evil nature. You understand? And because of that, we think, oh, because our our hormones have changed, so it is okay to have a, one girlfriend. It's not okay to have sex outside marriage, guys. Daddy's word, it still remains the only source. You understand? You're going to church, you're having sex with your girlfriend or with your boyfriend, and you think, you think, oh, God will understand because I'm old. He doesn't understand. That's why he wrote his word. If there's one guy I've met, or guys, is that guy says, strange guy who doesn't understand, who expects you to change. You understand? So... You, you hear someone say, oh, no, but you are dirty now. It's okay to have sex. No, it's not okay. If you are not married, it's not okay. Guys, what is wrong with just abstaining? <laughs> what is wrong with just abstaining? You know, my nephew, so young, he's 12. Me and him, we, we speak sometimes, you know. And he comes to me and he say, is it okay to have sex? And I look at him and I'm like, okay, this topic probably uh, is is interesting him because of the age now he's in. And I say, no, sit down. Let me explain to you. Things happened in the beginning and I try to explain it and all. And I say, sex is okay. Sex is not a sin. But sex outside marriage is a sin. It's okay if you had it when you were a sinner. Because you were a sinner, guys, if I had sex outside marriage before I got saved, it's okay, I was a sinner, hello, a sinner must sin. You understand? I always say that I would stand in front of that man and say, hello, I was a sinner and I had to sin because a sinner must sin. <laughs> you understand? A sinner must sin. You know? But what I'm trying to say is that I try to explain to him because he meets everyone. Oh, this one has got a boyfriend. This one has got a girlfriend. It's a couple. They are dating. It looks so beautiful. Yet, no one cares about the word of God because everyone wants to give in to their flesh. Everyone is giving in to their lust because it's strong. You understand? So I explained to him that no, sex on its own is not wrong, but inside marriage. The problem is that people who go to church, they have sex left and center, and they think God is going to forgive. You understand? That is why I've been saying that this message in churches that pastors are busy preaching, not uh, minding the fact that they did not come with the word of God. It's God who came with it. If he's against me, it's not you as a pastor who's against me. It's God who's against me. So don't change it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's everything wrong with us. That's why he wrote it to us. That's why it judges me. I'm not judging you if I tell you this sex outside marriage is wrong. It's the word that is judging you. So it's okay if he is the one who's judging because he's perfect. Jesus is perfect. You understand? So he, he sees everyone having sex and whatever. They are not married and everyone is in a relationship. Girlfriend, boyfriend, you understand? And he asked me, is it okay to watch porn? Is it okay to do A, B, C, and D? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with watching porn. Because nowhere in the world is it written that thou shall not watch porn. But there is a command against sex outside marriage. You understand? So he speaks about certain things I don't want to talk about. You understand? Because even though this topic is 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 
interesting to everyone. Still, there are things I don't want to talk about. You understand? It's not my place. But I try to explain to him this thing about sex because you need to explain to them because they are still young. Their brains, they're underdeveloped and they're watching TV. You know, it's like, damn, how am I going to fight against TV? This thing that is destroying us, how am I going to fight against it? I wish there was no TV on earth, believe you me when I tell you, but there is TV. There's nothing I can do. I can do. You understand? And they can watch. It's, it's age 13, they start watching and, hear, and hearing certain things. You know, this guy is the last of the flesh. Our flesh desires things that are not normal to, to daddy, but they are normal to us. You understand? As I said, that nobody will tell you uh, how an, a good nature is because nobody knows that Adam lost it there and became spiritually dead and uh, his flesh was also affected and it died as well. So we partook of that flesh. We are born with that flesh and we call this normal. It's not normal. It's not normal at all. You understand? We are interested in these things. We love the things of the world. We love money. We love, uh, you understand, riches. We seek, we, we run after sex. You understand? But at the end of the day, this is not normal. It can look good, but it's not normal. And the guy who brought the blood also created hell. And I keep saying that because I want people to realize his love and also realize his coldness, because guys, it is important to realize that Jesus is equally cold as much as he is loving. You know, he understands my weaknesses, you understand, and he sympathizes with my weaknesses only if I am obeying daddy, because he's been there. He sits and say, listen, I understand your flesh. I know what is going on. I know your needs, you understand. But he says, fight. Because you will not enter my kingdom. You understand? So when you go to the beginning and understand what happened in the beginning, it's easier to cooperate and say, no, you know what? As much as my body is uh, seeking for this sex, well, let me not give in. Because I understand what happened in the beginning. In fact, the biggest enemy is my flesh. You can't be my enemy. My biggest enemy is my flesh. You understand? I look at people who don't have children and I'm like, you did good. You did good. At least you'll be dealing with your flesh only because the flesh doesn't change. You have to deal with it forever. You understand? If you have children, it's okay. But I don't know how do you how you manage to deal with your flesh and the flesh of a child as well. It's so difficult, guys. My flesh is giving me so much problems that I sit and I'm like, damn. Damn, you know, I hate, guys, if there was a button that I could just press and press and get out, I would, because I have to fight this flesh every day. Paul says I die every day, and I did not understand what he meant at first until I understood the flesh. You know, guys, until you start obeying daddy, until you start obeying his laws, you realize how difficult it is to deal with the flesh. And Paul says, what a wretched man I am. My, my spirit wants to do good, but my flesh wants to do evil. You understand? He says, what a wretched man I am. He says, I die every day, meaning every day I put it in check. 
every day, put it in check. You understand? And guys, it doesn't help when you are surrounded by people who are running after the things of the world. It doesn't help when you are surrounded by people who are running after money. It doesn't help when you are surrounded by people who are running after riches. It doesn't help when you are surrounded by people who are seeking these relationships and sleeping around because you can't fight yours. You understand? You have to fight your flesh and fight their desires as well. You understand? So you just think of running away and living in a forest where you won't see people as if you hate people. But no, you love people. But the problem is this flesh. It's giving me so much problems. You're thinking, well, let me run to the church. Let me run to a place of safety. And you find that the church is preaching these things as blessings. The church is saying God is going to forgive. God is going, God, you understand? God is forgiving you. God is, yet you read the word, he says, once you know the truth and you continue in sin, they no longer remain sacrificed for sins, but hell. You know, so you sit and you're like, where am I going to run to? Where am I going to run to? You know, guys, I sit and I'm like, where am I going to run to? There's no way to run to. Everyone around me has has been overcome by the flesh. The love of money has overcome people. The love of things of the world has overcome people. The love of sex has, is overcome, has overcome people. The love of riches, you know, has overcome people. So I sit and I'm like, I can't even go to church because pastors are preaching the message of the beast. Guys, it's hard. It's hard. But at the end of the day, guys, the kingdom of heaven, the message of the kingdom of heaven, guys, is here. Jesus wants all of you to understand because the message of the kingdom of heaven, guys, is about you understanding the truth. Is about you understanding what happened in the beginning because once you understand what happened in the beginning, you'll be able to fight against your flesh because your flesh is the biggest enemy. You know, being here on earth and not being able to run to the church is what hurt me the most and 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 guys, if you've listened to uh, the podcast, these preachings about the message of the kingdom of heaven, you realize that I'm so disappointed with pastors and churches. I can't even go there because it's no longer a place of safety. The beast is busy preaching riches. The beast is, is busy preaching earthly blessings. The beast is, is busy preaching uh, money. You understand? And guys, I, 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 I can't go and listen to a beast. I don't owe a beast my soul. I don't owe a beast my soul. He can preach this message in churches, but I don't owe a beast my soul. You understand? That is why I've been saying I love Jesus because he's the only guy who's able to tame me. Guys, I'm free-spirited by nature. It's just my nature. You understand? Nobody can really, really deal with me, but it's only that man upstairs. That's why I love him. He put me in check. His word put me in check, you know? And knowing that, I've got someone like that helps me because churches will not do that anymore. Pastors will not do that. Pastors are checking how much money is available, how much you're going to give. So they can't concentrate on the word of God when they're also concentrating on how much they are getting from churches. So I need, I need Jesus to come back. This message, guys, of the kingdom of heaven, guys, for me, it's everything. I know that there is someone out there and I'm still crying and I'm still bleeding, you understand, for someone out there to go on to march this race. Because Jesus says, until this message of the kingdom of heaven has reached the old earth, then the end will come. I want Jesus to come because I want the truth of his word. I can't find it anyway. You understand? So thank you, guys. And remember, the word of God still remains the only source of knowledge about the kingdom of heaven.
Please, correct every belief with the word of God, correct me, correct every pastor with the word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church. As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore, you will find contradictions in both these testaments. Always take the New Testament if you are the child of God because in these last days God speaks only through his Son, Jesus. I do not want anyone's blood requested from me, that is why we stick with the truth of his word. These podcasts are found on all podcasts players, including Spotify, Deezer, Audiomark, Samsung, Pandora, YouTube, and many more where you get your podcasts.